Welcome to Confident as Fuck, a podcast for moms who want to feel less alone in the shit show of motherhood. I'll share stories, conversations, and real life advice from moms just like you. We'll tackle the hard things. Think of it as a vent session with your bestie over coffee. But more than that, I want this to be a place you can come for inspiration, motivation, and a little kick in the ass to help you on your way to living your full potential. Moms are people too. So get ready for a no BS approach to help you embrace and love yourself as you become your most confident self. If you're a mom who wants more, buckle up, sister. Let's do this. What up? Happy everything and merry all the things. I hope you've had a fabulous holiday. Listen, Today was a little bit of an off-the-cuff episode because I had a little change of heart. I was going to share something else, but this just came to me and I needed to get it out. So before I let you in on all of that little rant that I had, uh, I wanted to share about my free Roadmap to Confidence Challenge. Now listen, you'll hear me talk about our starting points and our ending points and our goals, and I love to use analogies. So... It's you and me, and we're on a road trip. And in order to go on a road trip, first of all, you need to know where you are. Second of all, you need to know where you're going. You need a vehicle to get there. So in this Roadmap to Confidence Challenge, I'm gonna help you figure that stuff out. We are going to go through, we're gonna spend three days together. I'll be going live in the Facebook group where you can plug in, you can comment, you can ask questions, you can check in anytime. Listen, I know you're busy, so you'll the videos will be posted. You can go back and watch them later if you can't join live. But here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna help you figure out your starting point. I'm gonna help you figure out where you are at right now. And then we're gonna go from there and we're gonna figure out where you wanna be. Truly, just you not anyone else, not society, not your mom, not your aunt, not what anyone else is telling you. We're going to figure out where you want to go and why you want to get there. Then we're going to lay out our plan. We're going to figure out kind of all the little stops along the way. They're going to help us realize that we're making progress. We're going to figure out how we're going to fuel along the way, how we're going to keep ourselves going, how we're going to motivate ourselves and how much we're going to do every day. How far are we going to travel? What are we going to do every single day so we know that we're making progress? And then I want to help you build the confidence to know that you're prepared for detours, that you know there's going to be construction and there's going to be rough roads. There'll be smooth roads too. But I'm going to help you build the confidence to know that one way or another, you're going to get to that final destination. You're going to get there. So this is the roadmap to confidence. This is how you are going to get clear and find clarity on what you want, how you're going to gain consistency so you continue to take action toward what you want, and how you will build confidence along the way. The mindset shifts to help you do that, plus there'll be some little giveaways. Listen, these are a couple of my favorite things. So every day there'll be a little homework assignment. And when you post the next day during my live, I'll be giving away one of three things. 
three prizes, they're pretty badass. And the more you participate, the more of a chance that you will have to win one of them because these are things, one, they make me feel amazing. They help me with my clarity and productivity and all the things. So once you get in the group, which I'll share how you can do that, you'll see what I'm talking about. You'll get a little intro. I want to get to know you and we'll get ready to go. January 4th, 5th, and 6th, you can go to the show notes of this episode, or you can visit my Instagram page at Shannon Rachel Taylor, go to the link in my bio and click on the roadmap to confidence free challenge. Just plug in your email and you'll be given uh, the first page of the workbook and also the link to join the Facebook group where all the magic will happen. I'll get to share as much as I can with you to help you go through this journey, get prepped for this road trip so that you can make it from point A to point B with as few pit stops and detours and breakdowns as possible. So I cannot wait to share. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's go. Hello friends. Happy week between Christmas and New Year's when no one really knows what date is or what's going on or who's doing what or what food we're eating or sleeping or anything. I hope you had a magical holiday and I am bringing you an episode today that wasn't necessarily planned, but I've been seeing so much. I actually took most of the holiday weekend off of social media, but signing back in Monday morning, all of a sudden starting to see all of the New Year's things, all of the ads popping up for diets and workouts and all the things to help people lose weight. And I wanted to chat a little bit about this because I hear from so many of you that you know what to do and you know Uh, most of the time even how to do it. But the fact of the matter is that it's not something that you can stick with or you haven't found a way to stick with it or you get so in your head and afraid that it won't be perfect and so you don't start, period. And also just kind of going into these, I'm going to go all in, these huge... I don't want to say huge, but I guess drastic measures uh, to kickstart your weight loss. And you know what? This is probably going to end up being a little bit of a rant session um, because I, I have a lot of thoughts on it and some are not always, some are a little bit harder to hear than others, I think. And this comes from a place of knowing what it feels like to be in that position, knowing what it feels like to base my worth on my weight and thinking that I had to lose weight as fast as possible and feeling like being skinny was the goal, end of story, nothing else mattered. Whatever measures I needed to take to get there, I would do. And um, I definitely feel like this is taking advantage of this time of year as we come to January and the New Year's resolution And, uh, you know, companies and everything are kind of just throwing everything at us and it can feel a little bit overwhelming and, um, you know, you can feel like you're motivated, uh, then sometimes it can lead to 
more, like I said, drastic measures, unsustainable habits that aren't even really habits. They're just, you know, restrictions. And listen, I partner with a health and wellness company that produces workouts and nutrition programs and supplements. And I still, you know, have an issue with the whole weight loss fitness diet industry as far as the way a lot of things are marketed. Um, and the reason I align with the company that I do is because I do, I, I agree with a kind of a more holistic approach, more than just the food you eat and more than just the workouts. Um, it's really a mindset. It's about sleep. It's about stress. It's about taking care of your entire being as a human. Uh, so I wanted to just touch on a few different points to maybe help you get in a better mindset when it comes to these things and when it comes to setting a New Year's resolution. And uh, I'll be running a free challenge on January 4th, 5th, and 6th, and you'll hear more about it a little bit later. But uh, really just to help you get clear on your goals, and especially if those goals relate to what I'm talking about today as far as your health and fitness, uh, this challenge can really help you get more clear on what you want. So that's kind of one of the first things that I want to talk about is we have all of this stuff coming at us, like lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. Like, is that really what you want? First of all, you got to figure out what you want. Ignore all the hype. Ignore everyone out there telling you what you should want or what you should be doing or what you should look like and figure it out for yourself. Do the work. Is it always fun? No, of course not. Does it take some time? Yes, for sure. Is it worth it? One million percent. Because when you can figure out what you actually want, it makes it so much easier to start taking action toward that thing. I want you to remember that when we start setting these goals, it can also be really easy to, I'll, I'll never forget, uh, and I talk about this in, in my Project Confidence Academy um, course, but I'll never forget uh, the woman who told me once when I was asking her, you know, I, I talked to the women that, that asked me about what I'm doing and getting into my boot camps, and I'm not just here to, you know, throw a workout or diet or supplement or whatever at people. I want to know about your goals and I want to know. It's so important to know what your end goal is. And so I was talking to um, a beautiful woman um, who's lovely, uh, but she said, I want to look like Giselle Bunchen. Is that how you say it? And I might've talked about this in a previous episode about diet culture, but I think it's important to be repeated. And a lot of this stuff I may repeat, but I don't think it's talked about enough. Giselle Bunchen is the only person that's ever going to look like Giselle Bunchen. So we are our own person. We are our own being. We're put in this body for a reason. It's unique. It is ours. And you will never have Giselle Bunchen's body. Just, you will only have your body. So why are we trying so hard to make it look like someone else's? You're not meant to look like anyone else but yourself. You have a different starting point than everyone else. And I don't care how many Pinterest posts you see or how many articles in Cosmo you see that's like six minutes to a six pack or flat abs in five. Like it, it don't fall for it. 
do not fall for it. First of all, flat abs, six packs take a lot of fucking work. So know where you're starting. And if you've got weight on you, if you don't have anywhere near a six pack, first of all, you're still beautiful. You're still a valuable human being. Second of all, it takes work and there's not any six minutes of ab crunches that you can do to get you a six pack. Now, a little bit of a disclaimer here. I have no issues with you having a physical goal or a weight loss goal. I think it can be a very healthy thing to want to lose uh, some weight for your physical body. Our bodies are designed to work at an optimum level at certain weights with certain muscle mass. And that also looks different for everyone. I know like I'm a nurse and I know all the science and I know BMIs, but according like in my eyes and I am other than my, you know, my nursing degree and the experience that I have, I, you know, talk to your doctor if you are needing to get on a serious, you know, weight loss journey for your health. Um, but I also think and have seen and have experienced the fact that like BMI charts are bullshit and ideal weight is not one size fits all. Because what did I just say? We're all unique. We all have different bodies. We're all put here for different reasons. We all have different starting points and we all have different goals. So that goal of having a six pack, that might not be my goal. If that is your goal, awesome. The next question I want you to ask yourself is, do I know what it takes to reach that goal? Because if you're saying you want a six pack, okay, do you know the nutrition changes that you're going to have to make in order to do that? Do you know that you are going to have to follow a fairly strict diet in order to do that? If you want like literally a six pack with popping abs, all the things, be super shredded, yeah, sure, it's probably possible. You know, we see bodybuilders, we do it, do it, and we see people with that. One, do you know what it's willing, do you know what it takes and are you willing to do that? Do you know the dedication that it's going to take and the uh, planning, the time? Do you know what it takes and are you willing to do it? Those two questions can make a huge difference in the goals that you're setting and your ability to reach them. Because in these goals, in these resolutions, I find that people just set these arbitrary numbers. I want to lose 30 pounds because, oh, that's what my BMI chart says. Or I was 30 pounds less in high school and now you've had three kids and you know all of this stuff. Be realistic with yourself. I tell the women in my boot camp, let's get viciously honest, Okay. Are you willing to do what it takes to reach that goal that you say you want? If you are, that's amazing. Go for it. Figure out what those steps are and start putting a plan into place now. But if you're not, that's okay. Let's work on what you are willing to do and what kind of progress that you can make doing those things. What kind of goals that you can have that are attainable but also realistic for you. Another question to ask yourself, why am I doing this? Why are you telling yourself that you need to lose weight? 
Is it because someone told you that? Your doctor or a magazine or social media or whomever the pressures that society put on you, your aunt when you were 10 years old, like what is making you want this? Because if you can 100% look at yourself in the mirror, if you can feel yourself, if you can sit with yourself and love where you're at and not feel like you need to change anything about your body, then why the fuck are you letting anyone else tell you to? Just just sit with that for a second. Why do you want this? Why are you doing this? Especially, especially because it's freaking hard. Taking care of your physical body is not easy. It's an everyday thing. You know, it's, you know, motivation, blah, 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 something. I don't know the things, but rent is due every day. It takes work. It takes consistency. It takes per- perseverance and not giving up when it gets hard or when you're not seeing the progress that you want to make. If you dig really deep into why you are doing this and why you want to lose weight or get more in shape, that can be your driving force. And that is what is going to help you use the tools that you have in a way that is intentional and that serves your body and that's aligned with what you want versus throwing a Band-Aid like a four-week meal plan or a 30-day clean eating thing or a 75-day thing. I, you know, I'm not going to name all of these things because also we're all different and, and different things work for all of us. That's why I don't necessarily say, oh, you have to do this. It'll definitely work for you. Or, or don't do this because that won't work for you because I probably could find someone that certain programs and certain plans, whatever, have changed people's lives. And they've truly helped people, you know, get into a place where they feel their best physically. Other things are too strict for people and they can really be a trigger for a poor relationship with food and exercise and it can feel like a lot of pressure and it can lead to worsening things, disordered eating or full-blown eating disorders and we know how harmful that can be. And, you know, we hear about whatever label you want to put in it, intuitive eating, diet, like healthy eating. I don't know. I hate labels because I feel like it puts you in this little box and then you're stuck in it and then you go outside of it and you're like, oh, well, no, like I'm this, so I can't do this because that would make me a liar or something. You know, I just, why do we have to label everything? Why can't you just say, look, I'm eating for my body. And I, I teach this in Project Confidence Academy also. Eat for your goals. EFG. Eat for your goals. Because also, your goals change in different seasons of life. I've had seasons of life where I was just trying to lose the baby weight. An extra 10 pounds, I just wanted to get it off because that's how I felt my best. Another season of life, I was like, I want to get shredded. I want to see what my body is capable of. I want to see what I can look like and feel like and move like when my body is in optimal condition and I am feeding it the things that helps it feel its best. 
Because with food too, I mean, everyone has a different starting point. Everyone has different goals. Everyone has different reasons. Some people have certain food intolerances. What makes you feel good might not make me feel good. Dairy might affect you or you can't eat gluten or I don't do raw vegetables. Like it's so different for everyone. That's why these questions are so important to get to know yourself and get to figure out what is true for you. What is my goal? Why am I doing it? And do I know what it takes to reach that goal? One of the other questions I want you to ask yourself is, can I do this forever? And if not, do I have an end date in mind? Because I do understand that there are some of you might have goals for, uh, you know, Maybe you do want to want to push your body and see what it's capable of and you want to train for a, a bikini competition or another like physical fitness competition and that means training harder, paying more attention to what you're putting into your body and you know not eating everything you want all the time or not being as lax in your nutrition. But do you have an end date to that versus oh I'm giving up carbs okay, really? Are you never going to eat another piece of birthday cake for the rest of your life? You're never going to have another piece of bread, really. You're just giving up carbs forever. Like, what does that look like? Does that mean I'm going to, I'm giving up uh, simple carbs? You know, I don't want to eat sugar and candy. Okay, why? Well, because it's not good for me or because it's bad. Okay. That is very different from I am going to cut back and I'm going to be more intentional about how many simple carbs I eat because I feel like shit after and I don't like the way it makes me feel. Doesn't that feel different than I'm giving up all sugar and and simple carbs because they're bad? You are not good or bad based on the food that you eat. Please remember that. You do not have to earn carbs. You do not have to, you know, you don't have to fill yourself on, fill yourself up on vegetables before you get, quote, get to eat anything else. It doesn't have to feel so hard. It doesn't have to feel like you are restricting yourself. I call my relationship with food before. We were like, we were frenemies I loved food. I love food, still do. But it was such a battle and it was such a destructive relationship that I just, I hated it, but I loved it so much. And I, I hated that I loved it so much. And I hated that I wanted to just eat all the things. And then I would re- restrict myself and, and do that 100 calorie packs and half a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and looking for all the negative calorie foods so that I could work everything off and oh well I ate bad last I was bad last night so I'm going to do a double workout today. Fuck that. I'm not here to live my life for exercise and food. I'm here to eat and move my body to train for my life. I'm fueling for my goals. And because those goals change, my eating changes. And because I'm clear on why I'm doing certain things, I don't 
get upset with myself if I'm not eating in a way that makes me feel great. Because I don't. I don't always eat in ways that make me feel great. But you know what? I know what exactly what I'm doing. It's not out of an autopilot response because I've had a stressful day. The questions I ask myself as I'm eating are the ones that keep me aligned with how I'm feeling and it takes away the guilt and it takes away the pressure to be perfect. I don't want to live a life where I can't eat the food that I want. (laughs) I love food, remember? (laughs) And I bet you do too. I bet you love... The, you know, your favorite candy when you go to the movie theater or popcorn. And you should not feel guilty about wanting it or having it. That doesn't mean you have to indulge and, you know, have the extra large popcorn with all the extra butter and all the candy all in one sitting every weekend when you go to the movies. No. But I'm telling you, when you take the pressure off of yourself to eat any certain way or to always avoid certain foods because you'll be good or bad because of it, the pressure to binge and overindulge in all of those foods comes off. When you give yourself permission to eat whatever you want, to work out because it feels good, it starts to feel easier, more effortless, more simple, more aligned. As long as you get clear on what your goals are and why those are your goals and why you want them, it gets so, so much easier. Now there are plenty, like I said, there are so many tools out there. Whether you want to call them diets or programs or plans, whatever it is. Like I said, I've talked to plenty of people who certain programs have worked wonders for them and it's helped them develop a healthier relationship with food and exercise. Now the same plans or programs could have thrown someone else into a tailspin of you know, body dysmorphia or disordered eating. It's going to affect everyone differently. And I've, I've talked about this before, I think, in the, in the diet culture uh, episode. But these are tools. It's like a hammer. You could give one person a hammer and they build a house. You could give another person a a hammer and they go smash windows and mailboxes. The tool is not the problem. It's the people using the tool. And I don't want to say problem, but it's how we use the tools that create our results. So if you go into something and say, I have to follow this, I can't go off this plan, they're telling me I have to or I won't get the results or I won't lose the weight or this or that, and say you go out to dinner with some girlfriends and you have a drink, but your plan was like, nope, you can't, it doesn't fit in your macros, but you did it anyway and then you feel like a failure and then you're bad, are you going to give that program that plan, whatever it is, that much power over you. I need you to take that power back. How many times have I said that? (laughs) But I feel like we need the reminder. Take that power back. You use the tool. The tool doesn't use you. 
It is there as a resource, as a guide. At least that's how I use and how I teach my clients is that these tools, especially the ones that I'm here that I share, they're education. These are ways that certain people have found success with eating in a way that fuels their body. Learn about your food. Find a professional that you trust, that you relate to, that can teach you about it, that can teach you about food and exercise in a way that feels good for you, in a way that you can relate to, in a way that doesn't feel really stressful or restrictive to you. Take the meat, spit out the bones. What can you apply to your life that will help you? Use it as a tool in your tool belt. You can use different philosophies. Do they help you reach your goals? Do they make me feel good? Do they align with my why and my reason? If you are wanting to get shredded and build a lot of muscle for a bikini competition, you are going to look for someone very different than me who's in a maintenance mode, who I just want to feel good and have enough energy to get through the day and I want the clothes that I have to continue fitting the way they do. I'm looking for very two two very different philosophies and, you know, mentors there. Does that make sense? I hope it does. But it's really up to you. You can misuse lots of different tools. Anyone can, you know, something that I find success in, like I said, you could take and it could become very destructive for you. Get to know yourself. Spend some time with yourself. What feels good? What do you really, truly want? It's so important. And, you know, this is, I'm talking about weight loss and this kind of thing right now, but it can apply to any area of your life, any area whatsoever. Know that your weight does not dictate your value here as a human being. You are perfect the way you are. It's okay to not want to change your weight. It's also okay if you want to lose weight or gain weight. How about we talk about that when weight loss is so glamorized and valued by our society. What about those people who want to gain weight? What about those who, people who might have uh, you know, health issues that make it harder for them to gain weight? But they're hailed by society as, oh, you're so skinny. Okay, well, what if they lost weight because of an illness or because they recently lost someone or had a traumatic event and they've been so stressed that they're not eating? Do we want to praise that? No. Praise the person. Praise their energy. Comment and compliment them on on their smile and their laugh and how kind they are and how much of a help they are and how much you learn from them. Weight is the least interesting thing about us. Our physical body is here for us to carry out our purpose on earth. That's it. Taking care of it is important because I want to be here as long as possible. And I know that my physical body needs to be in the best shape I can get it in order to keep me here longer. Now, I know that's not guaranteed. But if I can do something about it, you're friggin' right I'm going to. 
There is so much that is out of our control, especially these days. Take back control over what you can. You control how you move your body. You control what you put into it. You control what you consume. You control the people that you surround yourself with. Make the choices that are best for you. Make the choices that are going to help you reach your goals. Feel aligned, feel energized, and feel like you're making a difference. Use the tools that help you the most. Use the tools that feel the best for you. And I know sometimes that's hard, but you will know. Once you get so clear on your goals, it's so much easier to figure out. It's either a hell yes or a hell no. And I promise it will feel so easy once you are clear on what you want. Here are your takeaways. Really, they're just questions that I want you to ask yourself to help you get more clear when it comes to setting New Year's resolutions, especially when they are physical goals. So what is your starting point? Where are you starting? Have you been working out for a while? Have you been eating all the junk food all the time? Have you been working on things for a little bit? Where are you starting from? Number two, where are you going? We all have different goals. Are you headed for the, I just want to lose this last 10 pounds, or I'm ready to get shredded and as, build as much muscle as I can? Number three, why am I doing this? Am I doing it because I truly want to, because it what, it's what makes me feel good? Or am I doing it because I feel like it's what I, quote, should do? Number four, can I do this forever? Is this something that I can sustain And if not, do I have an end goal or am I just leaving it up to chance? Number five, do I know what it takes to reach that goal? And a little bonus, am I willing to do those things? If yes, cool, onward. If not, let's rethink the goal a little bit so it aligns more with what we're willing to do. And a little bonus, just remember, programs, diets, workouts, Food, exercise in general, they are tools that we get to use to serve us. We don't serve them. Take your power back. Do what feels good. Be in alignment. Fuel for your goals, whatever those are. It's okay if they're not what everyone else is doing. Once you know what's true for you, you're not going to care what anyone else is doing. It's going to become so much more effortless to just do what you know is right for you. I hope this was helpful. I hope that you find some clarity in your goals and that this New Year's can be the one that you're not giving up three weeks in because you've found something that feels right and that is lifelong for you because you're put here for a purpose. You're meant to be here. You're more than a mom. You deserve love too, and you deserve to do things that are aligned with you and feel good with you. Thanks, friend. I cannot thank you enough for hanging out with me. If any part of this episode had you aggressively nodding your head saying, me too, or gave you a different perspective, or just helped you feel a little less alone, I would love it if you left a review or shared it with your best mom friends. 
Screenshot and tag me on Instagram so we can connect and I can support you. We need to get this message out so that more mothers like you know their worth outside of changing diapers and the school pickup line. It's time we reclaim the confidence inside of us, messy bun and all, and show our children and the world what we're capable of.